Welcome to the Healthy and Wealthy and Wise podcast with global sales trainer and professional speaker, Lois Kofi. Each week, it is her goal to share inspiration and education for you to be, do, have the best health and wealth and wisdom for your life. Well, hello, everyone, and happy new year. This is Lois Kofi here. First day of the rest of 2021. I'm so excited. I couldn't skip today because, well, this is the day uh, of the the rest of the year that people really think, you know what, I want to be healthier this year, or I want to be wealthier this year, or you want to grow, expand, obviously leaving 2020 behind. I'm super excited um, to kick off this new year and this, this new um, focus that I really want to help inspire and educate and empower you guys this year to have your best year ever. And so there's really no better person that I couldn't imagine having do that with than Dr. John Porman. You gave you a little teaser the other day. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and, and just remind you guys, if you see value in this, please subscribe at healthyandwealthyandwise.com if maybe this is your first time ever hearing us or, or, or tuning in. We do this every Friday without fail, same time, same line inside of my Healthy and Wealthy and Wise community. If you also see value and you want to say, hey, hashtag live wherever you're tuning in from, if you happen to be on the live, we'd love to hear where are you? Um, what are your goals for 2021? Maybe hashtag replay. If you're seeing this on the replay, also same thing. What is it that you want to create in this new year. And of course, if you see value, please comment, ask questions. Um, feel free to share this with your Facebook community as well. And if you're tuning this uh, YouTube, iTunes, and you see value, please do go ahead and share. I'm going to go ahead and, and introduce our amazing guest today. And Dr. Parman, I think I, I met you, it would have been sometime 2003 because um, that's when I was coaching runners in um, Phoenix, Arizona. And it was an amazing experience because I got to hear you speak. I got to see your passion um, for health, for people, mental, physical, spiritual, emotional, all, all of that holistic components that you really care about, the whole person. I mean, I know you were a chiropractor. That's, that's how we connected. You helped work with a lot of my running clients. But it was really more about your holistic approach. And, and, and Dr. Porman is a holistic, internationally known um, physician. He has also uh, been speaking um, for over 20 years and just loves helping people transform their lives. So I'm going to go ahead and turn over to you, Dr. P. I'd love for you to share more about your story, your journey, why you're so passionate about what you do, and um, look forward to having more of a conversation with you today. Yeah, so, you know, 1980, I'm 15 years old, and, and my family gets a call that my sister's been involved in another car accident, and she'd been involved in three others. So, you know, I didn't think it was going to be a big deal because the crazy part is she escaped from all of them basically unharmed. Um, and so it, it was close to midnight, and so I said to my mom and my dad, can I go along? And they're like, yeah, sure. So we get there, and once we get to the hospital, you know, they, they – take us down this long hallway that, you know, you just feel like it's never going to end. And then you turn into this room, but it's not a room most people have ever been in. I know I'd never been in one. And you walk in and you're like, we're in the morgue. And when they pull back the sheet, you know, <clears throat> and your sister's laying there, like it, it profoundly impacts you. And so what do you do at that point? Right. And so 
for me, I had no one to talk to. I, my family was not talkers. They didn't, you know, we didn't discuss things. We didn't, we didn't share things with each other and that kind of thing. And so, you know, you had to figure out what you're going to do, how you're going to survive through that and then ultimately thrive. And so for me, it was that a couple of days later when we had the um, viewing prostitutes and alcoholics and homeless people and drug addicts came to pay their last respects. And what was really weird was they all stopped at me to tell me their stories. And so I was trying to figure out like, what the hell is going on here? Like, what is going on? Because she took them to their meeting. She gave them money. She, you know, bought them clothes. She bought them food. And you have to understand my sister, she worked at Dunkin' Donuts. So she didn't have any money yet. She gave everything she had to help these people. And so I knew then, right then, that I was, I didn't know how, but I was going to be this beacon and guide for other people because that's what my sister did. And so that was my journey. And then how I got into more of the holistic part was, you know, I'm a traditional chiropractor. I've been in practice for two years and I went to a laser seminar and, and, um, and you have to understand too, the next year after um, my sister passed away, I got speared in football with a helmet in my back. And so for the next 20 plus years, I had back pain. So now I'm at this laser seminar and this guy ends up doing this technique on me called emotional freedom technique. And, you know, I start tapping this point and, you know, I'm tapping and tapping and then I come up with a phrase, he comes up with a phrase, you know, and, and searching to figure out what emotion and what phrase. And it was, as long as that back pain, I won't forget about Cindy. And I just broke down crying. And I cried for five minutes, felt like it was an hour. And I got up and I was like, oh my gosh, I have no back pain. This is the craziest thing ever. So then I'm thinking, well, what have I missed with my patients in the last couple of years that maybe was an emotional component? Because I did physical, I did nutritional, you know, I did the mental stuff. Um, it's not like I do now, but I did some mental stuff, but I didn't do any emotional stuff. That was like, woo woo. And that started me onto my path. And so I would call all those patients that I didn't help or I didn't help 100%. And the results were absolutely crazy because that, that put me onto the path of where I am. So kind of like talking when you asked me about the 2020 and, you know, people are really looking forward to it being over and stuff. For me, it's brought me to where I am. So why would I look back on being 2020 being a terrible year? First off, you know, um, my wife and I have just created an amazing year together. And her statement, which I love and I use it with all my patients, is instead of surviving in spite of COVID, you should thrive because of COVID. And so you take that that growth mindset of it's during the tough times that we have the most growth in our life, whether it be brain neurons, whether it be uh, outward appearance of finances, whether it be whatever, your, your, your emotional goals, whatever it is, everything's going to develop more when you're under stress like that. You can overcome the stress, obviously. And so for me, that was the greatest event in my life. And so when I first tell people that the greatest thing ever happened to me was my sister's passing, they look at me like I'm crazy but I'm not because look at where I'm at now and look at all the people's lives I impact because of the, what happened with my sister and how she taught me to be a beacon and guide for other people. Wow. 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 There's so much in there. And, and I, I think, I know. you know, I, I, lost, I lost some people in 2020 also, not, not to COVID uh, just, it seemed like there was a, a lot of souls that left us in 2020 for a variety of different reasons. And I know that, that pain of that loss. And I'm just so grateful that you transmuted that, that pain and released it with the help of other people. And, and now you've made a beautiful career and can share and touch so many's lives. So I think that's an inspiration for all of us, um, including myself out there to, how can you take whatever pain you've experienced and transmute it? And I, I know you do a lot to help people 
um, do that? Is there, like, if if you were to pick your top three things that that our listeners who are you know salespeople, entrepreneurs, they're they're juggling homeschooling, they're juggling parenting and 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 working on thriving in their relationships with themselves and their customers and their marriages and their partnerships. What would be like your favorite three things that they could embark upon in this new year to help them do just what you've done? Well, that's awesome because I was actually going to talk about that. So the one thing I would talk about would be um, think about the word recentering. You know, my wife came up with this idea of like when we get off kilter, when we get off um, center, get back on center. So whether it be you're arguing, discussing things, whether it be physically, emotionally, mentally, just get back to center. Like what's it going to take to get back on center? Um, and that's basically communication, whether it be communication with yourself or communication with your partner. The second thing would be respiration or breathing, because we know that we can change our, our, our states immediately with something called a physiological sigh. Physiological sigh is what um, dogs do right before they're going to lay down. And it's what babies do. And it's also what humans do when they cry. So when you're crying, you're trying to get yourself to calm down. The last thing I want to hear is you need to calm down, right? Because that doesn't help. Uh, from people, you just need to calm down. Uh, I've even done that with my daughters. And then I read this research. Uh, Dr. Andrew Huberman talks about a lot of this stuff um, on his Instagram account, um, Andrew or HubermanLab.com or HubermanLab uh, on Instagram. And he talks about this physiological side that's out there. And I've read this too. And it's where you take two in breaths, inhales, and then an exhale. So it's <laughs> right. So when you're crying and then someone goes, <laughs> right, they do two in breaths and then exhale. The reason is it's because you're blowing off extra carbon dioxide. And the physiological part of it also is when you take in that second breath, you're opening up the alveoli to take in more oxygen and give off the CO2. And so it brings you back to a physiological state that they call balanced, what we would call center. My wife and I would call we're centered. And so you really only need to do one to five of those, right? Then the other one would be if I'm up in the morning and I'm having a hard time getting going and that kind of thing, there's lots of things you could do. But the other one would be like the Wim Hof type method um, of breathing where it's more rapid breathing and you're trying to get a sympathetic response or you're trying to get that get up and go response. So those would be the two things. And the third thing would be, again, research proves this too, is gratitude. Mm. Before my wife and I go to bed every night, we give gratitude for all the things that we love about each other, big or small, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. We don't say it has to be 10 or five or 20 or a hundred or whatever, just whatever we come to our mind. Half the time we fall asleep while we're saying it. Uh, <laughs> right. And then, and then also with that, we give gratitude for the things we want to come true the next day. So as though you're preparing or priming your subconscious of the things that you want to transpire the next day. So those would be the three things. Again, it would be the physiological sigh or, um, or the Wim Hof breathing, that would be the second one. There's two there. Um, mm -hmm. And then the gratitude would be the third one because it's just, it's, it's, it's life-changing, those, those three things. If you did those three things alone, you could make some huge impacts in your lives in 2021. That is so awesome. I'm so in alignment with you. We didn't talk about this. I, I wrote down no, right. my three things every day is my apple cider vinegar and lemon water, you know, deep breathing. I just called it mm -hmm. deep breathing, but I'm going to totally use that. And then the gratitude uh, what, you know, starting the day with gratitude, just those three things doesn't take much time. What you just said, it's not like, uh, you know, having to go out and do a one hour long workout or any of that kind of stuff. It's, it's all about simplicity. I love that. Well, I have another one be, you know, I'm, I'm, I've been talking to my patients a lot about this lately because there's lots of research on this too. The other one would be, you could say three or four. Um, it would be, 
the do- how to get a dopamine hit. And so how you get a dopamine hit, which helps us to go along with our goals. We're talking 2021 and people are going to set up these, these goals and they're going to set up these, you know, things that are going to transform their lives and stuff. So I would say that you need to get out into the sun for one to five minutes. It doesn't have to be direct sunlight, but you need to get in the sunlight because that, that helps us to get a dopamine hit. It also helps us to set up an 18-hour cycle. So about 18 hours from the time that light hits your eyes is about the time you're going to start producing melatonin to help you start to go into the sleep cycle. So that helps. So let's say it's your kids and you can't get them out into the sunlight. There's not a lot of sunlight. You're in the Midwest, whatever. What you can do is just turn on the overhead light. As long as you don't pull the covers over their face, you're going to be good because, believe it or not, the light is going to stimulate. The blue light will stimulate their, their back of their retina, which goes to a portion of their brain, which then does the exact same thing. So those are some things you could do um, to, to help you get the day started. And I, I really believe in sunlight. My, my wife and I just love to get up at sunrise. It's hard now because the sun doesn't rise until, you know, long after we're up. So what we do is we actually have a light that actually comes on about 30 minutes before and slowly has a sunrise in the bedroom that uh, wakens our, our body as though it's natural sunrise. That's amazing. Um, I just wanted to share Jackie from Minnesota shared your message, your message. She really enjoyed what you had to share. And someone else was asking, uh, I don't have, I don't see everybody's names on StreamYard, um, but asking the ring you're wearing, what is, what is that ring that you're wearing? Does it have any significance or meaning? Yeah, that's the love of my life. I didn't, they were asking if it was an aura ring, but it's just no. a, a no. it's a wedding ring. Okay, one of, awesome. strongest, one of the strongest metals out there. That's why I got it because just like the bond I have with her is one of the strongest bonds you could ever have. So the metal is one of the strongest metals in, in the universe. So I love it. I love it. And that's not a painted nail. I I smashed my finger. I know my daughter saw that. And she goes, <laughs> "Oh my God, you have painted fingernails!" I'm like, "No, I smashed my finger in the door." <laughs> that's that's the beauty of, of visual that's why i love doing this this live show and if you guys have any questions for for dr parman that's the beauty of being inside of my healthy and wealthy and wise community don't hesitate um to ask ask questions um here in in the live show um you have such a, a depth of of knowledge and you you know obviously uh, recognizing something you said really resonated with me about how our families don't really talk. Um, you know, you, when your sister died, there was no one there to kind of come around you and, and whether it was talk therapy or, you know, some kind of like emotional release. And in this world that we're living in today, you know, is there anything that you recommend if someone lost a loved one? You know, I'm sort of selfishly asking, you know, for myself, but is there anything that you remember that besides what you already shared that could be a great tip for someone who may have lost someone in this past year? Um, well, I wouldn't say that I learned it then. I've learned it since. And that would be movement, right? Because we know that movement, like if you look at something like EMDR, great technology, and the way it came about was is if you're always trying to move forward, if you're walking and you're trying to move forward, things are always going past you, right? And so she found that when uh, – people walk that your eyes have little movements rapid movements left and right because you're scanning the, the area and the horizon that kind of thing and so the 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 bar that has the lights go back and forth like that have you take your eyes to follow the, the lights um helps you to move forward in life and and the, the whole process in, in that but basically in a nutshell that's what it is so one of the things i would say is i would get people up and get movement because the more movement that i have 
um, it's it's the exact same idea of moving forward in life. And so if I'm sitting still, I'm, I'm not moving. I'm not moving mentally, emotionally, or even physically. So if I can start my process physically and moving, mm. then I actually, again, I can release more dopamine. Um, and I could talk about more of that, but you can release more dopamine which then makes, and then makes you feel better about life in general. And that helps with serotonin and helps with testosterone and all the neurochemistry. Yeah, emotion. I remember once uh, Coach saying the same thing, like emotion, energy and motion. I remember I was upset about something and they said, go for a bike ride. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I'm an athlete. And I didn't think about that, right? Sometimes we just get so in our in our head um, that, that that's a fantastic reminder. Um, Amy from Minnesota wanted to see once, if you don't mind, Dr. P, talking more about that that physiological sigh and and tapping an emotional emotional freedom. Yes, the physiological sigh is exactly that. That's what it's called is a physiological sigh. It's two in breath, right? So right? It's just like when you're crying. It's you take those two breaths in and then you exhale out. And you take two breaths in, you exhale out. One to five times usually is is the trigger that if I was measuring you physiologically, you're back to an even state. Right? Then the emotional freedom technique, I don't know exactly the websites because they change, they change, but they used to be emo emo uh, emo uh, dot, uh, dash free dot org or something like that but it's free it's someone put it online you can go to a counselor and have it done you can go to classes and learn how to do it or you can you can get the information for free you know the other thing is like people always look at like, one aspect and say you know EFT will cure everything. Well, it's not going to cure obesity if you're obese. You need to change behaviors and you need to change some of your 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 mindset, right? Changing your mindset is not going to make you a better athlete just in and of itself. You have to get out and you have to do some activity. Change your diet. So it's this whole compilation of what pieces of the pie am I missing and what do I need to add to it? And that's what I'm actually really good at. People have their own techniques, and that one technique is the greatest thing in the world, but that's not actually true because, you know, whether it be scar tissue, whether it be neurological work, whether it be mental work, whether it be physical work, whether it be strength training, like on and on and on, it's going to be pieces of all those puzzles. That's what most people don't put together is they'll have one technique, hang on to one technique, and that's the cure-all for everything when, in fact, you've got to figure out in your bag when that patient walks in front of you, what is it they need that day? Because what they need today, might they might not need tomorrow. What they need tomorrow, they might not need the third day or the third visit. And so that's actually what, what we're known for is trying to figure out what people need, right? And then trying to not cure symptoms, but trying to figure out what the root of the problem is. Uh-huh. You said my favorite thing. The, the root cause is, is the most important thing. And, and we've been programmed as a society, though, is, is just to wait for symptoms to show up, right? And and it's more of a, a corrective model. And I wanna say one more thing before we move on. Amy, we, we do, I did have another guest who's an expert in um, EFT and tapping. She's actually inside of our, our community and she does a lot of videos every single week. So just go back. If you have an audience, please join my Health and Wise Facebook. That's also where you can meet Dr. Uh, Dr. Pete. Uh, so please check that out as well. Um, do you want to say anything more about your passion for getting to the root cause? Because I, I think that's such an important reminder and, and why a lot of times New Year's resolutions don't work, right? Is because people just want a quick fix in in our world. Yeah, well, you know, and people that we work with, one of the things I tell them is what's your code of being, right? And so that's a concept that I came up with. But within that code of being, you know, what's your, 
or do you have integrity? Do you live up to what you say you're going to do? And are your words and your actions in alignment, right? And then intentionality. Do you have intention in everything you do, or do you just kind of fly by the wind, right? So with the intentionality, it's like, what's your state of thoughts? What are your states of, of, of action? What are your states of desire? Like, what is that with the end goal in mind? Right. And then um, authenticity. Are you authentic in who you are? Do you live every day as as who you want to be, not who other people want you to be with, again, the end result in mind? And then the last one would be mentoring. So I, whether you know it or not, people are always watching you. Like in my clinic, people tell me things that they saw, things that I did with certain people, they, the way I interacted with them. They, they, they comment on that. And like, I didn't even know they were watching, didn't know they could even hear me. Um, or even down on the football field, then people will tell me about the way I interacted with kids. And it's the same thing. Or with those kids, they'll have kids watching them in their stands. And so I always are telling people, someone's always watching you. They're going to learn the right thing or the wrong thing from what you're doing. So we're always mentoring each other, right, in, in, in what we want to get out of life. If you want to become a millionaire, you don't surround yourself with people that make $10,000 a year because nothing against them, but they're not, they're, they don't know how to make a million dollars. You don't surround yourself with people that aren't in alignment with what you want. Um, and then, you know, that code of being is like, so for mine, you know, I wrote that that um, um, I'm a powerful, magnetic, charismatic leader and healer of souls, because that's what I do. Hmm. When people are around me, I teach them and they learn how to lead themselves and others because they achieve a, a legendary results effortlessly hmm. and consistently while also creating a legendary life so some people say so you think life is easy i didn't say easy life is can be easy and can be hard but it's always effortless and so the analogy i use is jumping in the river the river or the river of life it's effortless you don't have to do anything and it's going to take you down the, the path of life but there's always going to be there, or there could be uh rocks and debris in 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 the road and that could make it hard and you have to navigate through that but you don't try to go the opposite direction because then that wastes too much energy and you don't try to paddle yourself faster. You kind of just let life take you in the direction it's going to take you. And then you, 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 you veer left and right. You steer left and right to get away from the debris. But life is effortless. If it's anything other than effortless, then that's on you. You've got to talk to somebody about helping you make life effortless. Then say easy, just effortless. I love it. On my, You can't see it, but my vision board is right behind my computer. And that's what it says on the top. Be in the flow. Surrender to life and all the opportunities. Right coming my way in 2021. So that's that's my mantra right now. So I, I love that you use that analogy of the river. Um, someone did ask a question about how to get into healthier brainwave states uh, with like neurotransmitters or, or neuro health. Any, any other advice or tips There's for that? There's you can do, right? Um, yet also, it also comes down to dopamine. Dopamine is probably the number one thing you want to look at. And so in your, when you're setting goals or you're setting a vision statement for 2021, you have to have those little bread crumbs that we talked about on, on Tuesday. Be the reason you want to do that is, is that you want to, and breadcrumbs, I don't mean external, like a certain time that you run or a distance that you go or how much money you're going to make. It's about the effort. You have to tie it to internal effort that I know that then the effort I'm going to reward myself. And at the end of the day, if I've made, let's say, five cold calls or 10 cold calls or 25 cold calls, it's about the effort. It's not about how many people actually talk to me. It's just that I actually made the effort because I know in the effort, I release the dopamine says, hey, good job, John. You're on the right path. I also know that I, I enjoy some people call it the grind, the suck. 
you know, the, the some people call it the journey like I do, because that's what it is, the journey, that if you wait until you get to the end path, like people who become world champions, I've, I've dealt with them, they've become world champions, then they become depressed. They've tied so much of their dopamine at the end of the line that once they got there, what's next, right? So I had a kid that came in the other day and I was I, I was working with him and his friend came in. And these are kids that, that are in the developmental program for um, the soccer program in, 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 in Phoenix now for the Phoenix Rising. And so I did a little demo on this kid. And what I came up with was, is that I said to him, why do you why do you have this fear and he goes what do you mean fear and i go yeah th this emotional point right here is lighting up on you look at how you go weak when i do that and he goes that's kind of weird i don't have any fears and i said yeah you do you know what it came down to this kid when he was i didn't know that but this kid when he was nine years old overcame stage four cancer so now wow. he's an adult he was a kid so now he's an adult he's 20 he's uh, 17 years old how does he ever duplicate that how does he ever get better than overcoming stage four cancer if he comes becomes a, a, an MLS star, if he becomes anything, like he's got to change his mindset that that anything will be less than overcoming stage four cancer. And he basically started to tear up because he was like, you're right. Like, I do have that. I didn't know that until you said that, but right. So how do you, how do you overcome that? Well, he's going to have to put small little rewards into about the effort of whatever it is that he wants to attain. The one of the things we did pull out of him was that he realized he has a bigger purpose in his life. And that's why he survived the stage four cancer. There's something bigger for him, and he's going to be this role model for other kids. Doesn't know what it's going to be, but he's going to be a role model for other kids. Wow, that's so amazing! Yeah. I'm so yeah. happy that he found you. That's um, that's 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 deep, way way deeper than than most chiropractors that I've ever met have gone. And it's because you've been doing this for how long now? Twenty six years. I'm in my twenty sixth year. That's I'm, amazing. I'm six years old, and I'll do this till I die. Which I've told people since I was between 10 and 11 years old, I'm going to live to be 125. And I really believe that to be true. I freaking love life, man. I mean, if I don't, it's my own fault. And there are times I haven't, right? There's times I haven't. And I had to look back and go, yeah, whose fault is it? It's my own. You can't be that victim's mentality as it's other people that are either going to give, like I said the other day, I never say, have a good life, have a good day. I would say, create it. And people look at me like, they've never heard that before. And that was something I came up with because I don't want it to be passive that I want Lois and her people and my family and my friends. And I want them all to like me. That would be great. But if they don't, I'm cool with that because I love life. I love myself. I love what I do in life. Um, I love the family that I have. I love my friends. I, I just everything I have, I've created. You know, there's things that happen to me, but I don't believe that as much as I believe things happen for me. The victim's mentality is, is you know, of 2020. That was a crap year. You know, it's interesting. I was on a, I was watching a podcast this morning. It was like five minutes long. And it was like, what were you great? What, what was your 2020 like? And it was the group of Spartan athletes. Okay. And they had like 25 different people. Only one person said, he said it was, um, how do you put that? It was, um, uh, a, a, it was like a bonfire or something like that, or whatever he said, but something was, the year was on fire, the yard sale, or it was something about the house being on fire or something like that. And everyone else said, greatest year of my life. And learned so much about myself and overcame all these obstacles and started a new business. And there's all these powerful people, right? That's what I'm talking about. That's what you have to hang out with. And if you want to change your brain chemistry, you need to change the people you're hanging out with. Because again, the mindset, if you're around people that are negative, you're going to more likely be negative. If you're around people that are positive. You're just more likely to be positive. And then there's other things. You surround yourself with people like me. So you, you get a hold of me. I'm giving a 15 minute consult. You want to know some things to, to boost your life. Tell me what's going on with you and I'll give you some ideas, you know, or my wife can, 
my wife does the same kind of stuff. Um, she's a financial advisor and she helps people. This last year, all of her financial advisors have made more money this year than they have in any year. It's a record year for them. And yet the market went down 42% in six weeks or five weeks. So how is that? How One person actually increased their their, their portfolio in, in one of their stocks by 88%. Like, how does that happen? So the money has to go somewhere. The energy has to go somewhere. And money is called currency because it's an energy. So it has to go somewhere. So, you know, and if you're all stuck in the media and you're watching news, there's another one. Change. Don't, don't watch news. Watch beautiful podcasts like yours. Uplifting beautiful people that are trying to help you transform your life as opposed to the doom and gloom of stuff that's not even true. You Amen to that. You know, you got to get on the beach. Get out of the get out of the quicksand and get in the beach. I do have one question I'm going to ask you, and then and we're going to start wrapping it up, guys, because the best, as you can see, is yet to come. I would say go ahead. It's on the screen right here. Reach out to Dr. P directly, and he'll honor anyone in my community. Uh, well, maybe I should say anyone. I get I didn't ask I you. If, <laughs> okay, thank you. <laughs> All my patients have my cell phone number, so I don't I don't think I'm too worried about people getting a hold of me. I get hundreds of texts a day. So awesome. So, Doctor. Yeah, so Dr. Parman is offering up a free 15-minute consult. So as you can see, he, he's got so much knowledge. We could probably be here for five hours and still be covering different topics. So reach out to him, please, and uh, we may just have to have you come back for um, another episode. This has been so much fun. And I'm curious what your perspective, because the word came up a few times, and I'm a, a big fan of talking about dopamine sensitivity. You can have too much of a good thing, like people checking their email every five minutes or their notifications going off every five minutes, and then they start becoming like almost addicted or, or codependent on all of those things. And I've got to believe that that's actually also a big cause of depression, anxiety, and different things, right? Or, or what are what do you teach yeah. on too much dopamine? Well, the, the, the thing about dopamine that's positive, and everything has a double-edged sword to it, right? But dopamine will lower the levels of norepinephrine or adrenaline. So what it allows us to do is to go and go and go. And if you don't have that, is that norepinephrine or adrenaline or whatever terms you want to use, as it gets higher and higher and higher, let's say you're in a task and you're working at work and you're just spending the burden and the, the candle at both ends, you're doing night after night, eventually you'll give up. Same thing with the athlete. He's got the adrenaline going. And if he just keeps building up, building up, he's just going to get to the point or she's going to get to the point where they just give up because it's just too much. It's a negative feedback loop. But if you have the dopamine, it actually keeps suppressing it a little bit, suppressing a little bit. And it being, but again, the dopamine, you're going to get the best benefit in putting external, taking away the external reward for dopamine and making it an internal. Think about effort. What did I do today? I did this. And then what else am I going to do? And I'm going to do this. And you have to make them actionable steps, but you also have to make it that are attainable. Now you have some that are farther out, but you have to have some so you see those little breadcrumbs all day long. That's, that's where it's at. And so dopamine can be, uh, we can talk about this for hours, but dopamine can be a bad thing, but also can be an absolutely phenomenal thing. And then dopamine also helps with things like testosterone and, and oxytocin, and they're, they're all interrelated. That's, that's, that's the thing. So if anything gets out of alignment, it's going to screw up in something else. That's right on. Yeah. And that's because I teach a lot with my clients work life balance. I believe it's possible. Um, I believe that you can live a life. It's no to me. My passion is not to make a bunch of money and work seven days a week, though, and not get to enjoy my family. Right. And so that's one of my big intentions for 2021 is creating that that true time freedom and enjoying and living every day and not being attached to this device all the time. Right. Yeah. 
Yeah, awesome. So dopamine, you do you do have a dopamine hit. That's one of the re things researchers have come out with in the last couple of years. Is that that's the reason they have your notifications come off at a certain time because they realize you haven't been on your phone and they'll have a go off. So you go, oh, what happened? And then so you need to turn your notifications off. And you can check it, but check it on a periodic basis that that doesn't become reflexive. That you're just reflexively always going to the phone. It actually mm -hmm. becomes a conscious effort of, oh, you know, what? I'll check my emails because it's twelve o'clock today. You go check an email, or it's two o'clock and I, I I check them as opposed to, oh my god, I haven't been on there in five minutes. You know, and you just go do it reflexively. You need to make it to where it's a conscious effort, not a, a, a non-conscious effort. That's awesome. I love that. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so much. I, I, I wanted to make sure that you guys got a, a first experience with Dr. P. We'll definitely have you come back and please email him. If you're listening to the audio, the, this will be in the show notes, but it's dr for Dr. Porman, P O R M A N, at gmail.com. A couple other really quick announcements and reminders for my community. And then I have one last question for you, Dr. P. If you guys have you know, what, what I call a uh, new year's resolution hangover, um, by the middle of the month and you're like struggling and you want a little tune up. Um, I'm doing another 2021 taking action planning class on Saturday, January 16th. Um, most people, they say 90%. I think Dr. P please hold me to this. If you've heard a different number, but over 90% of the people by February 1st have given up or forgotten all about their New Year's resolutions. And that's that's not what we want for you. We, we want you to have intentions and go through the journey, the river of life that Dr. Porman was talking about. So if you want help, please come check in and get a tune up in that class. And so for my final question, I ask this of all of my guests, uh, Dr. Porman, because I love to learn from other people. And um, you've shared so much knowledge with us today. I can't wait to hear your answer on this. But when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy, and wise, Dr. P, what does that mean for you? It means being legendary, pure and simple. Every single person on this planet can be legendary. It doesn't mean that they have to make a million dollars. It doesn't mean that they have to be super fit. It doesn't mean that you know they have to be the most intelligent person on the planet. It just means be legendary, be what you are meant to be in this lifetime, be healthy, be wealthy and learn from the things that have gone on in your life to become more wise and become have wisdom. So every single person can be legendary. So I have a shirt, right? I didn't wear it, but I have a shirt. And on the front, it says, be legendary, right? And on the back, it says, uh, uh, it says why, no, I take it back. It says, uh, why just do it? So it's the Nike slogan of just do it. So why just do it? Another, why, why do the bare minimum? And it has a question mark on the back. It says, be legendary, dot, 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 I am. And I've had people actually walk up to me and go, you think you're legendary? I'm like, freaking yeah, I'm freaking legendary. <laughs> really? Come work out with me. You'll see if I'm legendary. Right? And then get up with me in the morning and go get with me in the pool at 40 degrees and sit in the pool and do some cold plunges and stuff. And you tell me if you're legendary. Like, it's a mindset. It really does. It starts as a mindset. I know I'm legendary. I don't want to hang out with anybody that's not legendary. I want people to get their worth. And, you know, that's one of the reasons I married my wife. My wife is a legendary woman and she gets it and she holds me to the standard. I hold her to the same standard. That's awesome. I love it. I will never forget that answer. That was powerful, Dr. P. Thank you so much. And thanks, guys. We, we've had a lot more um, people attend and stay for the, the duration today. So I just want to acknowledge all of you guys for being here on this 
first day of 2021, please again, hit the share button, share this with your community uh, because we know there's a lot of people, there was so much that we got, uh, we gained in value today. So please share this with everyone. And again, if you haven't already subscribe at Healthy and Wealthy and Wise and the an interview will actually show up on YouTube and on my website on Monday. So here's to your best year ever guys. Um, and thank you so much again, Dr. P for being Welcome. here today. Awesome, thank you. Be legendary. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Hey, guys. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed this, please subscribe, refer a friend, and please drop me a rating or a review. If you do that, I'll reward you with a free 20-minute free coaching session on crafting your journey to your best self. Reach out to me at Lois at LoisKofi.com to claim your 20-minute slot. Until next time, be healthy, wealthy, and wise. <laughs>